Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's Amy Vetter. Amy, you are a C- you are the CEO of the B3 Method Institute. You're also a keynote speaker and a consultant. Your website is amyvetter.com. Amy, it's great to have you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, tell us more about your work. So uh, I am a CPA that no longer practices, Uh, (laughs) but I am a CPA as well as a yoga instructor and a technologist. So I brought all of that together in the work that I do. And it all falls under what you, you know, said B3 Method Institute. The B3 Method is business plus balance equals bliss. And how we really incorporate mindfulness into our leadership abilities, into how we recreate our, what I call work-life harmony um, in our businesses, as well as uh, how we even implement it from the human side and technology as well. I, I want to point out as well that you are a TEDx speaker and you've got um, you've, you've got a presentation. It's called Disconnect to Connect, the Path to Work-Life Harmony, which is all linked up from your website. Um, do you, you want to, let, let me have you preview that and we may or may not come back to that, but uh, I just want to make sure I point that out anytime I've got a guest who's also a TEDx speaker, but uh, what, what's Disconnect to Connect? So uh, actually it's my most recent book, but it is a concept that I've had since the beginning of Mm. putting out the B3 method and really bringing this mindfulness and business side together. And I really do believe through my own journey and working with so many others of really understanding how we disconnect, get into ourselves, have that self-awareness, the hardest thing especially for entrepreneurs, the silence and stillness and where we can find those moments in our day in order to better connect to the people around us. And I truly believe it's each of our responsibility to go on that journey ourselves so that we're really aware of the energy we're creating for not only ourselves, but the people around us as well. And sometimes we go through life just being very unaware of how we're affecting others and really kind of blaming the outside for our circumstances because we're not taking those moments of stillness, of silence, of really trying to observe what's going on internally for us because that takes a lot of courage uh, to be still, to listen to our mind and, and be open to what those messages are. Why is that so important compared to, you know, kind of the frenetic left brain? Oh, no, just do more, just work harder, blah, 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 blah. Um, tell me about what can start to happen or, you know, how the, 
you know, as a founder or a leader, how your team or organization might be impacted from doing some more of this, I would say deeper work and also, you know, coming in with a little bit more thoughtfulness, maybe already kind of having done some of this pre-work before you show up at the office or engage with others when you have this, you know, again, I, I, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm projecting a little bit here. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell, uh, but, but cause I, I struggle with this too. Yeah. Left brain's like, nah, you don't need to worry about any of that yeah. stuff. But again, when I do take the time, Amy, yeah. center myself, ground myself, you know, focus on, you know, my place in the universe. I, I, I'm a much more effective leader. I'm so much better yeah. at my job, but I'm sure you've got some great experience, uh, you know, maybe work with clients or stories that, that you've come across. Um, can Can you take the ball with yeah. what I was kind of talking about meandering yeah. a bit and, and run with that. Well, and that's really what started my own journey, you know, being a CPA, being a driven uh, person myself. And I talk about that actually in my TEDx talk and my books, uh, you know, I was driving myself and driving and driving and not really letting emotion ever come up, not really even assessing if the things that I was doing are the things I wanted to be doing. I was just, going toward a goal and not really looking right or left. And I think that is something that happens, especially with entrepreneurs, with senior leaders, because we have so many people depending on us or we've taken money from other people or whatever that is, we have all these pressures. And we feel like if we don't take, if we take time for ourselves, that's selfish. And it's actually the gift that we give to everybody else by taking that time for ourselves because when we don't take that time for ourselves the problem is that we don't actually show up the way that we want to show up so i would actually flip one of the things you said of considering it left brain um because we you know i talk about this a lot in business balance bliss about we need both sides of our brain in order to have critical thinking skills to be implementing new business processes. We need that creativity. But what I actually think it is that we're fighting is our intuition. And uh, we have these two minds. We have this intuitive mind and we have a rational mind. And our intuitive mind, sometimes we call it our gut, that we can feel off. We know that we're running ourselves too hard, we're tired, or we're pushing against something in business that's just not working, but we just keep pushing against it. The rational mind will push down what our intuition is telling us, right? Like it's actually telling us something's off, alert, 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 stop. But our rational mind is like, nope, we have too many demands. There's too many people depending on us. I've got to, you know, get this money, you know, get a return on the money that I have, whatever it is. And we push all of those feelings down and thoughts down. And so when we do that, we aren't serving ourselves because we actually start creating stress in our bodies. We get irritable. Um, we notice, you know, I, I always use the example, like sometimes, you know, at the end of the day, you're coming home complaining about the grocery cashier and somebody else at work and whatever. And then you're like, wait, I'm a common denominator in all of this. So what, what went wrong in my day that I need to think about what was it that I was showing up with that was creating that experience. And so all the research on work-life balance, work-life harmony and productivity 
is that we, our brains actually are optimum for two to six hours a day. So when we start pushing past eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, 12 hours of work, we actually have diminishing return. Our brain isn't firing in the same way. We're getting exhausted. We're not coming up with our best ideas. We're getting irritable, frustrated, stressed, and it can create health issues as well. And it's taking us away from our family and friends that really want our time as well. So it's giving ourselves the permission to optimize our day, be very intentional so that we're not pushing against something that really isn't creating more for us. It's actually creating less. Yeah. Uh, Amy, have you ever been in a situation, maybe you're um, working with a client and you've got someone that's in the room and they're just, they're way too skeptical. They're like, ah, oh, this is woo woo stuff. I don't need this. Like, is there any way to like, how would you connect with that person or how could you get them to maybe buy in just a little bit? So everybody has to go on their own path. I can tell you myself that I tried yoga probably five years before I really started yoga. And I thought it was stupid. <laughs> I was in the <laughs> class, like, I don't get it. I don't get what these people are getting out of it. And sometimes it's when you're ready, you know, when you're hearing the right things. And if anything that we've talked about so far is rung true for you, where you realize you're running yourself ragged, that you're working too many hours, that you're not there for your family and friends, and you're not actually listening that they need you or want you because you're just getting mad that they're trying to pull at you because you've got so much to do. All of these things are just warning messages, you know, out there that kind of tell us that there's something off. And we really have to take our own journey on that and be ready for where we're ready to start, right? So where I'm at now, I wouldn't have believed I would have done the things that I've done, you know, 15, 20 years ago when this journey started for me, I had to take it little by little. I remember, you know, the first time I went to a yoga class and I'm not saying yoga is the thing for everyone. I'm just using this as an example mm -hmm. that the teacher would say, you know, focus on your breath and breathe. And I was like, oh, I don't know what they're talking about. I'm just ignoring <laughs> that. <laughs> and I did, but I kept doing yoga. And then as I kept doing it, I started noticing I was getting in the vibe of breathing. And then I was realizing, oh my gosh, just a few breaths. If I could do that in my workday, how much that was making me feel better and really focusing on my breath. And it's these little things that we can focus on in our day of, you know, if I just take two minutes to breathe before I go into the next meeting, I can reset my central nervous system so that I can be clear headed before I go there. So if you're finding just those little needs, there's little things you can start with that isn't like an overhaul to your life. It's just little things that you start learning and building uh, habits, intentional habits, right? In your day so that you can start feeling better. And then you'll start noticing that you wanna add the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> So there's there's a lot of areas, uh, Amy, that 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 you work with audiences and clients. Do you mind maybe just kind of going through those? And then I really want to talk about the work you do in consulting. So if someone's listening to our conversation, uh, I, I just want to give them some great action items if they're like, yeah, uh, sounds like what you're talking about is something that that I, I, I would love to explore. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there, 
I started this work a long time ago, just seeing the need, especially being a CPA and how stressed out CPAs are, and many people in professional services and entrepreneurs and, and so forth. Um, and so I started building this methodology um, throughout the years until I was ready to put out the book, Business Balance and Bliss. And that was really the beginning to the methodology that I utilize, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's organizational or individual. And from an individual standpoint, it's really understanding what are the stressors that we have in our life? How do we offset that with mindfulness and collaboration techniques that are our natural human toolkit that we have? It's just whether we practice it or not in order to create bliss. And bliss is the maintenance of happiness. So many times when we hear the word happiness, we think about it happening to us versus us actually understanding the things that create joy in us each day and taking responsibility for that each day. And so there's little things once we start realizing that we can create that joy in our own bodies is really important in creating that energy with our customers, with our clients, with our staff members, whoever that is. So there's lots of ways to get started with this. I've got books. Um, my latest book, Disconnect to Connect, Tap into the Power Within You to Create the Life You Desire, takes it, I actually call it a prequel to Business Balance and Bliss because in order to get to work-life harmony, you have to go on the journey of self-awareness. And a lot of times we resist that. And part of that self-awareness journey is figuring out the belief systems that we've carried our entire life and whether those are our belief systems or somebody else's and really starting to be intentional about our thoughts because our thoughts create our perception. Our perception creates our reality, but our reality is not necessarily the same reality because we come in with different perceptions. And so it's learning how to clear that so we can truly see the truth in each interaction throughout our day and go through those steps in our life in order to get there. So I've got books, you know, that are able, you can do that on your own, webinars, education, and, you know, consulting as well to help you as an individual. From an organizational standpoint, I believe that in this day and age of taking it a step further, where after we've come out of COVID, so many people are unhappy with their lives like it just there was there, there was that moment of stillness and pause and maybe that no one would have assessed that but they did you know and now we're coming back into the workplace and so many people are leaving what they were doing but in the work that I do I really warn against running away because the hardest thing to do is pause and sit and really assess what it is that's not creating happiness for you. And are you able to pivot to create the happiness that you want in the situations you're in? So I do a lot of work on workplace transformation and culture in order to help be able to turn around organizations so that staff, employees are happier to work there. But it takes everyone collaborating in the organization to make it a workplace that everyone wants to be at. Yeah. 
Uh, and Amy, specifically, if someone's listening and they're like, I, I just need Amy to come in and fix her company <laughs> <laughs> or fix our core leadership or fix me. Yeah. Uh, and so if they're looking for a little bit more in-depth um, you know, consulting or work, mm-hmm. um, what does that typically look like? So I will not fix you. I I was kind of baiting you a bit. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and that is something that I make very clear in every, um, relationship because it has to be something that I can walk away from and you're happy Mm -hmm. with the organization you've created, the teamwork you've created, the leadership you've created, but you've got to find that path. I've got the framework to help you get there and I will help facilitate it and facilitate it within your organization, with your leadership team, with your other departments of your organization, but it takes wholesale change. So what I'm talking about is not just a one, you know, button, you know, easy button, and we're going to change the organization. We actually have to look at all aspects of the organization from career trajectory for people in your organization, from technology, from automation, from business process, work-life boundaries, how our leaders interact with our teams and do they delegate and manage properly, all the different aspects to really make sure that we're creating a workplace. And I like to call it a destination workplace where someone can't imagine not working there because they're able to get the life that they desire outside of work and be able to do the work that they've always wanted to do and feel joy in that. But it does take wholesale change and it does take collaboration of the entire company um, once we get through the process so that you're building what you want. You know, I'm going to leave. <laughs> so so you, you're building what you guys feel is the kind of organization that you want to be in, but also your future leaders will want to be in it as well. Yeah. Amy, your website uh, is amyvetter.com. Any particular resources or, you know, kind of what you would recommend? uh, Like, okay, here are the main ways I'd recommend. Like, if you like what you've been hearing, here's what you do next. Yeah. So you'll find on my website that I do have my own podcast called Breaking Beliefs. And so there is a page just with all of that. And it is interviewing leaders from all over of the journeys they've been on, of their backstories and history um, and how they've been able to overcome, you know, change in themselves and also how that's influenced their leadership and cultures. I also have a blog on there. So you can sign up for a newsletter that we put out um, new articles every week. And that blog uh, allows you to um, get content every week on these topics, as well as all the media that I write for. And you'll also see a books um, page there. And then we also always put out what webinars I'm doing, what speaking events I'm going to be at as well. So there's lots of ways to get to know me. It's well on social media, um, Amy Better CPA on all the different um, social media channels um, so that, you know, you can start feeling comfortable with the kind of content that we deliver and if it resonates with what you're looking for in your organization. Amy Vetter, uh, your podcast to our friend that's listening to us right now, really, really simple. You just search Breaking Beliefs podcast with Amy Vetter. You could search that. Hit subscribe right now. Uh, <laughs> your new book, Disconnect to Connect, 
tap into the power within you to create the life you desire. That's on Amazon. And your website is amyvetter.com. Amy, it's been great having you. Thank you so much for the conversation. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.